Pastor Ray Bentley talks about ministering to those in our circle of influence. The kingdom of God is near, and we have people within our homes and or families and friends and co-workers who are sick. I want to challenge you that as you are led by the Holy Spirit that you would go, may I go pray? And then if they go, sure, the Lord will be there. The Lord will be with you. Spread the news of His people coming down before the King. Lift your voice. Jesus is coming. Join the song. Sing along. Let it ring. Welcome to Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. Some believers wrestle with what God would have them do. They want to serve, but wonder where God wants them. Well, today, Pastor Ray points out the Lord wants to use you right where you are, to reach the people right where you are. Well, we'll get some practical help today with that important responsibility. Luke chapter 10, we're going to look at the first 21 verses, the good news. And this is an interesting time for the Lord because we're, we're in Luke chapter 10, but already Jesus is making his way toward Jerusalem. And here he is going to commission a group of 70 to go out. He had formerly commissioned 12. Now he is going to be commissioning 70 and sending them out to prepare the way as an advanced team. And now you and I are that advanced team. We are to be going in our neighborhoods, in our places of work, in our schools, and in our communities, and within our spheres of influence, and with our own families, and preparing the way. The message that we have is really the same message that the disciples were giving 2,000 years ago, and that is to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's our message. And you know, repentance is not some fearful word. Repent means change your direction. Turn around, change your mind, seek the Lord. That to me is an easy message to give to people. I mean, how easy it is, is it to ask people, you know, do you feel like our world is headed in the wrong direction right now? Yes. Well, doesn't it sound like a good idea if we turned around and went in another direction? And isn't it time that we started seeking the Lord? People are ready uh, for this message. Interestingly enough, 2,000 years ago, people were anxious and prepared and ready to hear about the coming of the Lord and the coming of the kingdom of God. Now, it didn't happen exactly as they had imagined in their minds, but the kingdom did, in fact, come. Now here's interesting as we see the harvest was ripe. Here's Jesus' attitude is, look, the harvest is ripe and I want to send you out in advance of me. I'll be coming after you and bringing that glorious teaching and the parables and the stories and the miracles, the miraculous and uh, the, the healings and the casting out of the devils. But I send you as an advanced team and the Lord is going to empower them and commission them. Now, interestingly, this event is only recorded by the Gospel of Luke. And though we know that it did happen, the other Gospels will talk about when Jesus sent out the 12, which he did. But apparently there was a time when Jesus then, beyond the 12, sent out 70 men. 
uh, that, that were to be sharing the gospel. We'll talk about that in, his, in a moment. But what is the significance of 70? Well, what is the significance first of 12? 12 is associated with the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus came as the Savior and the Messiah, the fulfillment of the Hebrew prophecies. So when he sent out the 12, his first mission was to evangelize and to bring the gospel, the good news, to the 12 tribes of Israel. But the Lord also had a heart. He said, I have sheep from another flock. And this had been already, there's kind of what's called the pre-evangelistic message and prophesied, for instance, a lot by Isaiah. If you've never read Isaiah, I encourage you to read Isaiah. Because if, especially if you are a Gentile, and that's the prophet for you. It talks a lot about Gentiles and about God's love and the Father's heart for all nations that he wants all nations to be represented in his family and in his kingdom. Well, with that in mind, Genesis chapter 10. If you're writing notes tonight, you might want to write down Genesis chapter 10 because in Genesis 10, we get the list of the 70 nations or the talking and the description of the 70 nations. And in other words, 70 represents the whole world. 12 represents Israel, which is where the gospel would begin. It would begin with the Jews. And by the way, if I can make mention of this, the Abrahamic covenant, you know, we, we talk about that. Uh, the Abrahamic covenant is in Genesis chapter 12, verses one through three. God came to Abraham and he said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. So yes, God blessed Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob had the 12 sons, become the 12 tribes, become Israel. Through Israel came the Messiah. So God loves Israel and we are to bless them. I believe the church has a role in loving and blessing the Jewish people even to this day. But that's not the end of the Abrahamic covenant. Even there in Genesis 12 is God's heart, his missionary heart for all the nations of the world. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you and through you, all the nations of the world will be blessed. In other words, you know, some people say, well, why is God choosing the Jews uh, over and, or against the Gentiles? He's not. But if you want to save the whole world, you have to start somewhere. It's not a matter of that God loves Jews more than he loves Gentiles. Jesus died and shed his blood for Gentiles as much as he did for Jews. He loves us all equally. But you have to begin somewhere. There's kind of an order to things. God, how many of you have discovered that our God is a God of order? What God is interested in is not just the way we draw the seven continents. What God is interested in is that heaven be full of people from every ethnic group, every ethnic tribe. God wants a family that is as different and as beautiful and varied and diverse as he possibly can. And the truth is that God wants all men to be saved. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But he knows that not all will. Some will resist him, as we will see even in this passage. And uh, so, but his desire is all ethnic groups would come to Christ. And so anyway, another reason I think that Luke, uh, of, of 
alone of the gospel writers tells this story of Jesus sending out the 70 on his way to Jerusalem is that Luke's message uniquely is about the universality of the gospel. That doesn't mean all roads lead to God. What it means is God wants all the different nations uh, to know him uniquely through his son, Jesus Christ. So with that in mind, let's uh, read verses 1 through 11 and listen to what Jesus now does. It says, and after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Let me stop right there and just say, when the Lord sent them out, he sent them two by two. He didn't send them alone. I encourage you as you discover the unique gifts and talents, maybe ministry, calling that God's given to you, when you begin using and exercising your gift, don't go alone. Try to have at least one other person that will be with you and pray with you and walk with you. And so two, encourage one another. If you're totally by yourself, you're, you're vulnerable to discouragement. And it's easier for the enemy to kind of pick you off and discourage you along the way. So Jesus sent them out two by two. But here we have the, the uh, 70 that are going out. And, and so every place that he himself was about to go, verse two, then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Do you know that there are people that, that have the opposite mentality? They think, wow, there's so many people in the, in the ministry and there's just not that many people responding. That is not true. The reality is that the harvest is huge. The harvest is, is ripe. When he says plentiful, he means it's ripe. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now, we should pray and we will pray. Lord, help raise up other uh, young men and women and, and from all ages and backgrounds to enter into the, into the harvest field. But while you are praying, uh, be willing to say, Lord, here am I, send me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get involved. I'm ready to do. Uh, so you make yourself available. Don't just pray for others to go. But you say, Lord, I am willing to go myself. Well, these 70 did take that uh, call from the Lord and go. Verse 3, go your way. And behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. He's, Jesus is, he calls it like he sees it. Uh, the world is, they're like wolves. They're a devouring group. But he, he's not saying to be afraid of that. He's just saying, in fact, <laughs> the lambs for the kingdom of heaven do not have to be afraid of wolves. Do you know why? Because wherever the lambs of the Lord go, the shepherd of the Lord goes. So they're not afraid, the wolves are not gonna be afraid of you as a sheep, but the one whose presence stands right over you and above you and with his staff in his hand and his rod, he watches over you and he comforts you and he's the one that can take care of the wolves. Pastor Ray Bentley will have more of today's study in just a moment. So many listeners have shared comments on what Pastor Ray's teachings on Maranatha Radio have meant to them. Pastor Ray was such a devoted servant of the Most High God and is now in the presence of his best friend and savior, Jesus Christ. 
He ran the race and finished the course set before him. My love to the Bentley family and to Maranatha Ministries. Pastor Ray's teachings continue here on the radio thanks to the support from listeners like you. If you'd like to partner with Ray Bentley Ministries and Maranatha Radio, just go to our website, www.raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com. And now more of today's message from Pastor Ray Bentley. Jesus said, carry neither money, bag, knapsacks, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. You know, you're, you're not out for a casual stroll, in other words. Verse five, but whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. Isn't that interesting? If you're welcomed and received when you come in my name and they say, wow, you are here as an ambassador of Yeshua, we've heard of him, you are welcome in this house because their culture was to be hospitable and they should be ready and welcoming that news, invite them into their house. If you do, then your peace will rest upon it. If they shut the door, if they're mean to you, if they say, no, we have no room for you, then your peace will remain with you. If not, it will return to you. Verse seven, and remain in the same house eating and drinking such things as they give, for the labor is worthy of his wages. So when you go into that town or that community, don't just bop around from house to house. If you're received in one house and you attach to one family and they bless you, stay there. And whatever they feed you, hey, that's all right. You're doing the work of the kingdom and they will provide for your meals and for a roof over your head. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. <laughs> you don't want to be a messenger from the Lord and then say, is this all we could have tonight? I was hoping we would have, you know, Italian or whatever. Just eat whatever, you know, be nice and, and accept the food and be gracious. And heal the sick there. You go into a home and you find out, well, our little child here is, has got a terrible sickness and we don't, well, you are there representing me, Jesus said. You go in. Now, by the way, this was a special commission of the Lord. He was empowering them in the same way that he had empowered the 12. He says, you are my representative and, and what we will talk about again more in a moment, but that he is commissioning them, Jesus is, with his authority. Authority has power. It doesn't mean that they are powerful, but the one they represent is powerful. A policeman is a great example of power and authority. You know, I mean, policemen come in all shapes and all sizes, and some are tall and some are big, and, and some are rather uh, smaller and diminutive or whatever. There's both male and female police officers. But what can stop, you know, a 7,000-pound truck dead in the middle of the road is the badge. It's not how big the person is or how much they can yell or their you know, personality. It's the badge of authority, the San Diego Police Department or the California Highway Patrol. And they have authority. And so you respond to that authority. Well, the Lord, as it were, commissioned and empowered. He deputized and authorized these guys in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. 
And in that power and in that authority, they had the ability to go into the house. And if anyone in the house was sick, they were instructed to go in the name of Yeshua, who's on his way to Jerusalem. And there in Jerusalem to be lifted up on the cross and die and have his body broken and his blood shed and break the power of sin and break the power of death and break the power of disease and break the power of the devil forever. He was not merely born 33 years earlier, but he is called the Ancient of Days. He said, all power and all authority are mine. I give it now to you. When you go, go in my name. When you pray, pray in my name. And my Father who hears in heaven will hear your prayer and answer it. So you and I read this and, and uh, it's very, very wonderful to see the power and authority that was given to these men who went out. In verse 9 it says, And heal the sick there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near you. I love that. The kingdom of God has come near you. But whatever city you enter and they, did not, they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us as we wipe off against you. And nevertheless know this, that the kingdom of God has come to you. Now, as we look at this story and those who were sent out, Jesus sends this advance team on his way to Jerusalem. These men are not called apostles, though they were still sent, were they commissioned to represent the Lord. Um, they were his advance messengers to go before him and to do the work of the kingdom, to heal the sick, to proclaim the good news to all men news of salvation to lost sinners. Satan is the one that wants to bring people into fear, slavery, bondage, addiction, worldliness, and all the rest. We have been given the authority by Jesus Christ to set people free. Amen? You and I have been called by the Lord to do that very thing. Now, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18 is in your notes. This is another version of Matthew, which we often go to for the Great Commission. But I want you to notice what Mark says, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 15 through 18. And if you would, let's read this scripture out loud together. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Oh man, this is, this is beautiful because the Lord is saying my presence and my Holy Spirit will be with you. Okay, now listen. I want to challenge you tonight. We have a similar message to bring. The kingdom of God is near. It is very near. And we have people within our homes and or families and friends and co-workers who are sick. 
I want to challenge you that as you are led by the Holy Spirit, that you would go, may I go pray? And, and you don't have to just bring them. Yes, we do it here. And there is this scripture in James that if any among you be sick, let them call for the elders of the church and with the laying on of hands and the anointing of oil, the prayer of the righteous will be heard and they shall be healed. But I also believe that there is another time where if you want to talk about where, you know, where does the miraculous, where is it ignited? It is ignited when believers from the church go as ambassadors into the raw and real world and are not afraid and are not ashamed. And, and you know, you, it, it's, you don't have to do anything theatrical about it or dramatic about it, but be bold. A sign of the Holy Spirit is boldness. I'd like to pray for you. And then if they go, sure, then I immediately say, well, when I pray, I'd like to lay hands on people. Would that be okay if I just laid my hand and I just go ahead and lay my hand on them? Now, yes, you say, well, that's easy for you. You're Pastor Ray. But I have done it in situations where people do not know who I am. And I am telling you, you can do that also. And there will be, the Lord will be there. The Lord will be with you. It will touch that person's heart. And you don't have to ask, oh, are you a believer? No, you, you are praying for them on the basis of their humanity. They are made in the image of God. And it may be that God would touch them or heal them or just the love of God or the presence of the Holy Spirit that opens their hearts for you to be able to bring the gospel to them. And so you and I have in the authority of Jesus Christ, not only the permission, but the opportunity is so vast and it is so great. There are people that are, they're figuring it out. I put all my hopes, in fact, there are many people right now adding up, I put too much energy and hopes in money, in my job, in the economy, and look what it did, it ripped me off. And I can't trust in it. And they're frustrated and spinning their wheels trying to figure out what to do. But there are many of them on a deeper level that are going, that are recognizing as, you know, first response when you really are in trouble is God. But they have neglected him so long, they have a lot of guilt, they have a lot of fear, they don't know where to begin, and they're waiting and they're watching. I am telling you, when God dropped the level, you know, the, when the economy's up here, everybody's swimming in it and they're going along, and we had the seven largest years of economic growth and prosperity in human history, seven years ago. What God did was He took the tide down below, you know, below people's ears. And all of a sudden they're hearing and listening and looking and, and yearning for things that they haven't, maybe since they were a child and went to catechism or Sunday school or a church camp or grandma used to pray at the dinner table or whatever it is. We have an opportunity. The harvest is plentiful. Pastor Ray Bentley, pointing out our mission, our assignment, to reach out as ambassadors of Christ to those around us who need to feel His love. Glad you've joined us today here on Maranatha Radio. Now, today's study is titled, Powerful Good News. If you missed any part of the presentation, you can hear a replay on iTunes or at raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com. We hope you'll stop by our site today. 
When you're there, you can leave a few words in tribute to Pastor Ray's life and ministry. And under media, you'll notice three words, watch, radio, and Devo. Three ways to enjoy Pastor Ray's insights. Plus, click about and find out more about Pastor Ray and find out how you can come into a deeper relationship with the Lord. And at the bottom of the page, you can sign up to receive Pastor Ray's daily devotions via email free of charge. Plus, you'll find other spiritual growth books and resources from Pastor Ray, including his new book called The Final Witness, an eye-opening prophetic fiction novel. So many are enjoying the full five-book series called The Elijah Chronicles. You can, too. And RayBentley.com is always where you'll find the best deals on Pastor Ray's resources. You can also make a donation right there on the site. Your investments help bring the whole gospel to the whole world. Our mailing address is Maranatha Radio, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127. Next time, join Pastor Ray for more from our studies in Luke. More from God's Word next time on Maranatha Radio. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley is an outreach of Maranatha Chapel, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127.